Okay, we're doing today Be'ezrus Hashem, Lamed Tess, Amid Beis, and I don't know about you, but I love bread, personally. I mean, I, I think most people like, like love bread. I'm not unique in that way. But this Amid is all about bread, pretty much. So, I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, it just makes me think about that smell of the fresh challah, you know, coming out of the oven. So, give all the itmar. We are about the six lines, right? Seven lines from the top. Itmar. Let's say we were discussing yesterday more things about bread, whether one should make the brach and then break it, or break it and then make it. It's now related matters. Let's say one, someone brings in front of you uh, pieces of bread and a, and a whole bread. So which bracha, which one should make a bracha on first? Ravuna says one should make a bracha on the pieces of bread first, and then potter the whole. Now, you should keep in mind, and this is obviously essential to the machlaikis, that psisin is not just pieces, but the piece itself is larger. So here's our dilemma. On the one hand, we have a large piece of challah. On the other hand, we have a smaller challah, but it's whole. So do we consider the fact that it's large a bigger factor, or do we consider the fact that it's whole a bigger factor? So according to Rav Huna, the fact that it's larger is a bigger factor than the fact that it's whole. So therefore, you make a bracha on the larger one. No, I'm sorry. No, the end of the day, the main mitzvah, the best mitzvah, the most precious mitzvah is to make it on a whole challah, even if it's smaller. Let's say the two options are either a piece of wheat bread or a piece of barley bread. Everyone agrees, even though the wheat bread is not whole, and we just said that the whole is more precious, according to that second opinion. Nonetheless, because wheat is more, is at a higher level than barley, everyone would agree to make a bracha on the wheat bread first. This is, and, and the Rabbi Yirmiyabarava says, what are you talking about? Everyone agrees that you'd make a, a, a bracha on the wheat bread before the barley bread. This is a machlekes we had. Kitanoit, like a machlekes tanoim. Machlekes says, Tarmin batzel katin shalim, avaloi chatsi batzel gadol. If you have two onions, one is smaller but whole. The other one is larger, but it's a large onion cut in half. However, the piece itself is larger. So we have the same thing, right? On the one hand, this onion is larger, but it's not whole. On the other hand, this onion is whole, but it's not as big. So which one would you take truma on first? So according to this first opinion, you'd take off the whole onion first, because that's more if it's whole. But Yehuda says, no, it's not, this is not so. Rather, because the, the half an onion you take off first, because that's a larger piece. So it must be, what's the machlekes? That this one holds that the fact that it's larger is, it takes precedence, and, and this one holds that the fact that it's whole takes precedence. So therefore, there is a machlaikis about uh, barley and wheat. There is a machlaikis. And why are we saying before that everyone agrees? We said everyone agrees if you brought the barley and the wheat, everyone would agree you make, a, you make a wheat. No, that's not the case. We see from the Truma case that it can be a machlaikis. No, we have to qualify this machlekes. If there's a kain right in front of you, so therefore when you take off the truma, you'll be able to give it straight to him. Nobody's going to argue the chashif adis that the bigger piece is better. Better to have the bigger piece of the kain's right in front of you. Keep pligi. When do they argue the leka kain? If the kain's not in front of us, if so long the Mishnah says so long as there's a kain right in front of us, so then you should you should take truma off the larger piece. So long, and if the kain is not in front of us. Then you should take it off that which is whole, that which is miskaim, that which is intact. So that's really not a machlaikis. Rather, it's just talking about where the kohen was there. And if the kohen's not there, then um, then there would be, in fact, no machlaikis. So therefore, back to our wheat bar- versus barley case. Everyone would agree. Again, we can now go ahead and back and say everyone would agree that uh, one would make the bracha on the wheat bread before the barley bread, even if the wheat is not whole. Rabbi says one would only take off truma from the larger piece.
Okay, that's it. Okay, and you'll see this at the end of the day, if you want to be a real Yorish Shemaim, you want to be a real uh, fear heaven to a great extent, be Yaitse both of them. Meaning, make if you have a hole and you have a, a piece, do them together. Umanu, who's, who, who, who did this? Who was this great man that did this? Mahabrei Doravina. The Mahabrei Doravina, what did he do? Maniach Pusabasechashlema, who he put the piece of bread inside the whole bread. Ubaitseya, and then, and he would make a brach on them, and then he would break it. Tani Tahadaka made the Rav Nachman, Bar Yitzhak, Maniach Pusabasechashlema, Ubaitseya Mavach. And that's exactly what they would do. They would take the the piece of bread, and they would put it with the whole bread, and therefore be, 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 um, be Mekayim both Shitas. Right, they would fulfill both shitas um, uh, by, by making hamaytzi both on the larger piece and the whole piece. Amalei Mashim, he said to him, what's your name? Amalei Shalman, he said my name is Shalman. Sort of like, sounds like Solomon, right? Amalei Shalom Atta. So he said to him, play on words from his name. He said, uh, peace is to you. Ushalma Mishnesech, and peace is to your teachings. That you have placed peace between the Talmudic, meaning that you have now resolved the Machlaikis. We had a Machlaikis. We said, either do like this, either do like that. And, and this man came and said, you know what, we can do both. We can do both. And he was, he was a, he's a great peacemaker in this case. So that's why Solomon was appropriate. Shalman, coming from Shalom. Everyone agrees, however, that on Pesach, this, the, the halacha would be different, right? That on Pesach, you should take the piece and put it inside the shalim. That's not even, before we said that's a nice thing to do, right? If you're a Yari Shemaim, if, if you fear heaven, then you should put the piece with the whole. But on Pesach, it's an obligation. On Pesach, we have to take the piece of matzah and put it with the whole matzah. My time at Lechem Oini, because it needs to be like poor man's bread. And we know poor men will obviously not have whole matzahs, but they'll have pieces. Ksiv. And on Shabbos, a person is not necessarily is, is chayiv to, uh, to 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 have two loaves of bread. My time, a lechem mishnah. If the pasuk says by man, they had lechem mishnah two loaves of bread. That's exactly what it would do. He would take two and he break one of them open. Break one of the loaves open. Rav Zera would make uh, would break open this entire huge challah. He would give out enormous pieces. Wait a second, you're giving out enormous pieces. Doesn't it look like you're, uh, I forgot the word, but basically that you're, uh, you, you love food, right? You love food. Ah, man, I'm, the, the word's slipping, the fancy English word's slipping from my, from my mouth right now. But, yeah, from my mind, I should say. But you love food. You, 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 like, you just look like you're, you, you're trying to gobble up all this bread. You're giving out enormous pieces. So, I'm mean, right, it looks like a little, uh, a little haughty to a certain extent. Physically. So I'm like, keeping the whole yoyim, but like a ovid, hachi, but in the kavid, lamis chazi karav sinusa. No, a glutton, maybe. Maybe glutton's the word, gluttonous. Um, so anyway, so no, because of the fact that every other day I don't do this, and today I'm doing it, it doesn't look like I'm, I love food and I'm being gluttonous. Rather, people will know that it's covered Shabbos. People I'm, I'm, will know I'm doing it in honor of Shabbos because this is the only day that I give out such large pieces. Right? When they would use the bread for the Erev to, to, to allow people to carry in the city or in certain places, then they would make a bracha on why would they do that? So Amri, they said, Once we're doing one mitzvah already, i.e. making an Erev, and thereby allowing people to carry in certain domains on Shabbos, so therefore, while we're at it, we'll make another bracha, which is, we'll make we'll do another mitzvah, which is making a bracha. Just a little more. Amar Rav, Amar Rav, 
Kol Baruch, Kol Baruch, and Nitzarach Lavarach. So we're talking about different hefsekim, different interruptions that one would make in between making the bracha and the eating of the bread. So if Rav said, so Rav says that let's say one says Baruch Hashem Malkeinu and then before he eats the bread, he says go and make a bracha, go and make a bracha in Nitzarach Lavarach. He doesn't need to repeat because that's that's necessary for the bracha itself. But Hava Malia, Hava Lifta, and let's say the guy says, and then he doesn't eat yet, and he says, bring in the salts, or he says, bring in the salt, or he says, bring in the dip, then Tzarek Levarach, because you don't technically need salt or a dip, it's not required for the bracha. Rabbi Yechanan Amar, Rabbi Yechanan disagrees. And he says, Even if one makes the bracha, and then before he eats, he says, bring in the salt, bring in the dip, he does not need to make a bracha either, because... It enhances the taste. You want to have a geschmack of taste in the bread, and because the salt and the and the dip will enhance the taste, it's it's somewhat to some extent it's necessary, and uh, you don't need to make another bracha. Gvilaturi, gvilaturi. Let's say the, he makes the bracha and then before he eats it, he says, you know, need it for the for the oxen, need it for the oxen. So tzarich he needs to make another bracha. That's not necessary for the bracha itself. Rav says, no, Rav says, that is necessary. Even if he says, need it for the oxen, he would, not, he would, he would still not need to make another bracha because that's necessary. Why is it necessary? Who cares? Need it for the oxen? Well, we'll see. It's a very important thing, actually. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav, very interesting halacha that a person is not allowed to eat before he feeds his animal. The Pazik says, give grass to your animals. And afterwards it says, that you should eat and be satisfied and be satiated. So first it says, feed your animals, and then it says you should eat and be satisfied. So therefore we see that if one made hamotzi lechem in arts and then he forgot to feed his animal, he can't eat until he feeds his animal. So if he does go ahead and say, mix it for the animal, then that's necessary to eat. It's necessary for the bracha and therefore one is allowed to do a very interesting halacha that one needs to feed their animal before um, they can eat themselves. Okay, everyone will stop there on the top of Mem Amud Aleph.